everyone. It is Monday, 10th. March 10th, 2014. My name is Andrew. I'm Mark. And you are listening to episode 104 of Best of the Best. Yes. Mark, it is, we have sprung ahead. Yes, we have. We've sprung ahead. This, this episode is coming to you from the future. One hour, mm-hmm. to be quite exact. Yeah. In the future. Uh, what did you do with one less hour of of life? No, I, ever, I did everything less. I slept less. Slept less. Pooped less. Yeah. Lived less. Yeah. Um. Did you uh, did you feel like you were getting shortchanged because of that? It, it all it all balances out. Mm-hmm. Honestly, a lot of I don't know. A lot of people I know get really angry about it. Mm-hmm. Like blah, 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 blah. I lost an hour of my sleep during my weekend. This is bullshit. And I'm like, it's it's an hour. Deal with it. You're asleep anyways. You'll get used to it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I don't know. It's not a big deal to me. It never has been. Look, I don't know why I told you to ask me about it though. <laughs> on on air before we started, I said, hey. hey I got a good. I, I got a good bit. I got a good. A, yeah, you should ask me about well, it. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is Mark? I live life to the fullest. Every minute is so dense. So dense with so life. Dense. You are Every living moss. Second, I am living moss. <laughs> if there's one thing to take from Taco Bell, yeah. a this is the best decision you'll make all day, and b live moss. Yeah. So I have been living moss like nobody's business. Um, speaking of living moss living more maybe even giving more yeah mark our good friend good confidant of the show friend of the show jill ackerman her brand new badala documentary that we talked about a couple weeks ago the kickstarter kickstarter starts today start giving that money folks monday march 10th you have the opportunity to help fund this fantastic kickstarter uh, all that information is going to be available on our Facebook. Andrew and I always and talk about site. supporting the arts. Now it's your chance. Now is your chance to back something that is maybe a little bit more artistically gratifying than Batman Live. I mean, it's maybe if you're sitting a, in like the back like row. Tough. It's a horse. But if race you're in the front two. row, not even no, close. No, I understand. I mean, at least at least it's in it's in the same like arena yeah. as Batman Live, but uh, uh, Jill is hoping to put this documentary together uh, and and um, put a spotlight on these women trying to change their lives in Africa. Uh, it's a very noble cause. I think it's going to be a great project. So I very strongly urge you to at least take a look at the Kickstarter. Go ahead and look at the links, and uh, you know you get all sorts of fabulous prizes out of it. We got uh, depending on your backing level, we got. Um, uh, uh, she gave us those uh, um, bracelets, those bracelets, which I believe are, are also something uh, you can get. Yeah, I believe those are, 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 are I think, what are they, donor um, milestones? I forget the Incentives? Exact, yeah, a donor, I think that's the phrasing, donor incentives. So take a look at it. Um, uh, all that stuff uh, is available, and we will probably talk about it more. Maybe we'll get an update from Jill later on, but uh, give early and give often is what I say. Yeah. Mark, I noticed you're wearing a um, Simpsons-inspired shirt. Oh, yeah. I found this at the bottom of my closet. Yeah. It's a whale being blown up in a shirt that says Nuke the Whales. Nuke the Whales, which is, that's a Simpsons reference. Which, I would have gotten rid of this shirt a long time ago, Mm -hmm. but 
I think I've, I know I've told you this story. I don't think I've told the story on air. I went to a party years ago and I wore this shirt and a woman Got laid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a woman walked up to me and said, are you for real with that shirt? <laughs> and I said, like, "Gotta nuke something," <laughs> and which is the joke. From which the is the joke from The Simpsons? He was like, "That is disgusting." And then she walked away, and I was like, "Can't win them all." But <laughs> I, I, you, every time I never, I didn't buy the shirt for myself. My brother bought the shirt for me, mm-hmm. and he bought me a lot of shirts like this. And I've gotten, I, I ha- all of them have gone out of rotation except for this one because of that moment. <laughs> Uh, that's good to really just pick a fight with a woman who doesn't understand. Sarcasm. She walked up to me, yeah, and got angry. You cause fights with people who don't understand sarcasm, and like I'm not here. What were my options? Um, Tell them no. I do not believe atomic weapons should be used on the whales of our oceans. I shouldn't have to explain that to her. And that, yeah, but then she's like, then why are you wearing it? But you have to say it as like very straight-faced as possible. I'm not going to get into an argument with a drunk girl who <laughs> walks up to people and picks fights over their shirts. Then you made the right choice yes. of pissing this I'm woman just off. saying, got to nuke something. Seth, <laughs> pick a hand. Yeah. You're, You're both, both wrong. wrong. <laughs> Mark, it is best of the best, though. It's episode 104. Yes, it is. This week, Mark, we are talking about... A very good thing, mm-hmm. a very a thing very close to our hearts. We we're talking about people like us. Yes, people like, like us, us, or people, people like, like us. us. I wanted people like us. I wanted this episode to be called "Guys Like Us." Mm. Is that sending the right message or the wrong message? I'm not sure. It's up to you. So you know, at home, you can you. When you're talking to your friends about your favorite best of the best episodes or the worst best of the best episodes, you can you can decide what the what you want to refer to this episode as. People like us or guys like us. Guys like us. You know, it's up to you if you really want to just um what what there's a movie, right? Movie Guys Like Us? Who's in that? There is the movie with Chris Pine mm-hmm. called People, I think it's called People Like Us. Mm. But there's no movie called Guys Like Us? There's an Amy Mann song called Guys Like Me. Hmm. I'm, that's probably what I'm That's probably what you... Probably, I, you are a big Amy fan of me. Lost in Space. I am. That album. Huge, huge One fan. of the best. Mark, it is best of the best, which means we have to talk about best of the best. Yeah, yeah. we're the best of the best. Best of the best is your only internet debate podcast on the internet. Mark and I will be discussing at most three topics... Three best ofs mm-hmm. under the category of people like us, people like us, like us, people like us. Um, a lot of fabulous prizes at stake. First and foremost, twenty-five dollar gift card to Wendy's. Yes, that's yours. That is yours, straight up and down. You, you win. win. You win the whole shebang. You get that. You get that gift card. There's a second. No muss. No fuss. There's a second prize. What is the second prize? The second prize is something that I. I believe our prize posse found, I want to say at a CVS. I want to say it's at a CVS. Could have been a Walgreens. They could have ordered it online. But uh, you've seen it on television, and now it will be, be yours. It is the bacon wave. <laughs> so that you can microwave bacon. Exactly. Get you it nice and crispy. Just slot it in there, pop it in the microwave, and then you have a pool mere, of mere seconds. Yeah. Delicious. Crispy bacon 
for you to enjoy. And a puddle of grease. Well, you put like a little bowl down or something. Like it's going to be fine, but just delicious, delicious, delicious. What's not to like? I'm going to try harder because of it. I went, I went to, um, my girlfriend's a vegan, as you know. Yeah. Uh, Friday, Quinn and I, friend of the show, friend of the show, Quinn Saunders, uh, we went to a barbecue place up near uh, Galpin. Said hi to Jay. Yeah. Yes. And why didn't you go to the horseless carriage? Because this is like one of the top barbecue places in LA, apparently. Uh, and you wanted to try the it. The horseless carriage is like one of the it's best delicious, restaurants delicious in treat. Los Angeles. And I, I was like, I guess I'll order your one of your combination plates. That's what you guys are known for, right? And they're like, yeah. And it was the biggest fucking pile of meat I've ever seen in my life. And I just dug right in. As you should. Quinn was like, how are you How are you eating this? And I was like, I'm eating meat for the next six months. I'm like a camel. <laughs> I got to store it all up. <laughs> and then, um, turns out, didn't really store it up. Went right through me. Kind yeah. of. Mm-hmm. Kind of kind of wrecked my uh, my toilet there. Yeah, broke it. Just incredible halt all yeah, over the just, bathroom. Ugh, it was so gross. But then uh, you went back for another combo plate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. delicious. What was in there? Hot links, spare ribs, yeah, and half a chicken. Ooh. Now usually when you get half a chicken, you're talking like half of a like a wing and a thigh. Like a wing and a thigh. This was a half of a chicken. I just took it and sawed it right down this King Solomon style. Yeah. Just, like right like yeah. It's the way to go. And then just drenched in barbecue sauce. Delicious. So good. Makes me want to I I'm excited. I'm excited for whatever I decide to stuff in my fat face for lunch. <laughs> so, let I'm going to go ahead and beat you really quick and so then So you could stuff some get some, some meats whatever fucking shit I can find stuff in my fat face. Mark, best of the best. We're going to start with our Customary coin flip here today. We have a Denver, New York quarter. Go ahead and call it in the air. Heads. It is tails. Mm. Mark, our first category here on best of the best. People like us. We are talking about the best likable actor. Best likable actor. I'm going to receive. You're ready. Mark. I feel like I know. Likable actor is, you know, that guy from that movie. Oh, I got it. Tom Hanks. Uh-huh. Hanks is maybe, I, I, I have a tough time, maybe like Jimmy Stewart. I, I, I'm trying to think like who is the comparable actor of past generations. Yeah, Jimmy that Stewart. Is like, you see that guy and you're like, that he seems like the nicest guy mm-hmm. and he's a really good actor and we all like his work. Yeah. And, Every time he shows up to anything, he's always game for stuff. And Turner and Hooch. Bachelor party. He's got... Joe versus the volcano. Yeah. A league of their own. Uh, the money pit. Yes. Um, stand-up? He was in stand-up, yeah. yeah. The internet has pointed out that since he achieved superstardom, he has made... His movies have had big plot points where he pees. Like huge plot points where he pees. Yeah, he like, like it's important that we see his character pee on screen. Forrest Gump, okay. famous line. I gotta pee. This boy says he has to pee. Yeah. Uh, League of their own. League of their own. How how do we how are we introduced to him? He's he takes a big piss. He takes like a minute long piss. Yeah. 
Green Mile. Do you know what his affliction is? Uh, he's got a shy bladder. Kidney stones, I think. Oh. And he's healed. And then we get a, another like minute-long scene where he can pee. Mm. I think that's just Stephen King, though, isn't it? It's kind of yes, kind of his thing. Castaway. Um, what is he doing when he sees the ship? He's in peeing into the ocean. Oh, well, like you're, it's just a Captain Phillips. How does he get off of the boat? Out, off of the thing? Pisses his pants. And he then tells us like he oh. tells him he's got to pee. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Spoiler. Uh, Toy Story. Toy Story. Woody urinates into Buzz's mouth, and the toys are all disgusted by it. Yeah. So yeah. they throw him out the window. Yeah. Turner and Hooch. Technically, the dog pees. The dog pees. But we don't know. It might be. It might be. It might be it Hanks. Might, it might be Hanks. We yeah. We don't see the urine stream. I'd like to think it's both peeing at the same time. Like you know that they've become like co-sympathetic. Like cycles have matched. Yeah. yeah. Tom but Hanks. I say Tom Hanks because every time you see him on anything, even on like talk shows, it's always a good interview. He's always fun. He always has an interesting thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. He always is game for like a bit or. Like, it would be funny on Conan. Like, didn't he get hit with an asteroid once? Or like they y- dropped snow yeah, on him another uh, time? Yes. One time they dropped snow. Like, they, that uh, Conan was trying to lighten the mood because I think Hanks was wearing like a Christmas sweater. And then a whole bunch of fake snow fell on him. I think another time they were inspecting the moon uh, in his back, like the backdrop, mm-hmm. and then he got crushed with a large asteroid. Yeah. Um, and the same thing with like he's always involved in like those big Kimmel sketches that they do, where they get a bunch of celebrities in yeah. there. There is also a funny bit where Conan was like, "I understand that you really like the American space program and World War Two." And then Hanks was like, yeah, yeah, those are like my big hobbies. And then Conan said, so we made a painting for you. And it's a bunch of astronauts storming the beach at Normandy. <laughs> That's funny. And there's like an astronaut with his head being blown off. But they're like in space suits with these World War II rifles. It's hilarious. But uh, yeah, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Good Hanks. pick. Hanks. Secrets. Good pick. Andrew. I was at the Academy Awards. I went to the bathroom. And I was Tom Selleck using, next to using the urinal next to Tom Selleck. And I leaned over and said, looks like we're a couple of peeing Toms. His icy cold stare. <laughs> Something I'll never forget. <laughs> Hank's secrets. Andrew, my pick, John Goodman. John Goodman. John Goodman. It's in his name. He's just a good man. He's just a good man. Yeah. Uh, John Goodman is generally very likable. Fun fact. You know what his favorite, what he's most proud of as far as film and television goes? Being a recovering alcoholic. Yes. <laughs> but. The Flintstones. Performance, right, performance wise. The Flintstones. The I, Babe. He was just having fun. He had King to lose Ralph. weight for The Babe. King Ralph. No. Dirty uh, work. For fuck's sake. It's was he in Dirty Work? Yeah. He was the mayor in Dirty Work. Yes. He always comes in with these he really pops bit, in. Uh same thing with um the campaign. He was in that for like a second. Yeah. So I'm gonna say the campaign. He uh no, it's Walter Sobchak from the Big Lebowski. Oh right. Which means that little movie. Guess what? He's on the same page as we are. Mm. We're all in agreement on what the best John Goodman <laughs> performance is. 
Also, speaking of little cameos, he was in two Best Picture winners back to back for The Artist and Argo. Yeah. And then he was also in Inside no- nominated, nominated movies too. Like, wasn't Oh Brother Where Art Thou nominated for Best Picture? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't fucking know. He plays the Cyclops. Yes. Um, Big Dan. Uh, John Goodman. John He's Goodman. Well liked when you mm-hmm. see, like you, you, he walks out onto the stage in Dirty Work, and you're like, what? The, what? What is going on? This movie just got him a lot better. And then he plays. He delivers his line straight. Walks off stage. You're like, why did we pay money for John Goodman for this throwaway <laughs> He's probably role? Just there. Um, George Wendt wasn't available that I day, guess. and Goodman just happened to be walking by, and they said, hey, why don't you come in here and do this? He's like, okay. And he did. And he got paid. He got paid. Andrew, I think he that... Rehab. I Yeah, I think he goes to AA meetings every mm-hmm. every week, They say, uh, is what I was reading, because mm-hmm. I researched <laughs> okay. all of this. Yeah. Um, I almost picked Tom Hanks as well. Tom Hanks. But he's funny. Mm-hmm. And I think John Goodman's funny too. And let's go to final arguments. Mark, John Goodman gives really um, subpar uh, uh, interviews whenever he goes on shows. Like he was on The Daily Show promoting Alpha House. And I don't know. I just didn't feel like I didn't feel like he was game. You know, like Hanks is where, you know, you want you want somebody to come in, promote the thing, be likable, bring the funny and knock it out of the park. And while I really do like John Goodman, I just I don't think um, I don't think he is as likable as Tom Hanks is because Hanks, wherever he is, you're like, he's a what a nice guy. Seems to be enjoying himself. Andrew, let me ask you this. Some people say that I'm the nicest guy in Hollywood. That's not true. I'm actually the third nicest guy in Hollywood behind Art Carney and Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top. <laughs> Nicer than Billy Gibbons. Andrew, you're referencing a lot of a lot of great Conan bits from Hank's <laughs> Secrets, which is it's hard to argue against because I don't think there was a Goodman Secrets. Mm-hmm. However, John Goodman was the first guest on Conan's Late Night. That's all right. That's what I read. Okay. Well. So think about that. I did. Andrew. The first season was rough. How do you feel about strong female protagonists in film? Now, some people seem to think that I don't like strong female protagonists, but that is not true. Name some of your favorite female protagonists. Brave. Brave is your favorite Pixar movie, right? No, Brave is a bad movie. We know this. Brave doesn't work because... What do you think of My Big Fat Greek Wedding? (sighs) All right, now my big and fan the Greek entire Greek, career of Nina Vardalis. She does. It's one note. It's it's not even one note. It's half a note. Who is directly responsible for that movie being unleashed on the American public? Harvey Weinstein, wasn't it? No, no. Tom Hanks and his wife. Oh, really? Yeah, they're executive producers. Well, you know, they turned his his wife saw the play, mm-hmm. saw the one woman show, and was like, "Let's make this into a movie." Rita. Wilson. Wilson, yeah. Is that her name? I don't know. She's a strong female. I don't know. know. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks put the money behind it and made, got the gears going. Mm-hmm. So, 
John Goodman turns in performance after performance from Roseanne up to Inside Lewin Davis. Tom Hanks gives us Bosom Buddies. Yeah, great. And Nina Vardalis. Well, for movies where he pees in all of them. Hold on a second. So, no. What do you like? I'm going to take it. I'm going to say Tom Hanks. Do you like Palm Door winner Barton Fink? I do like Barton Fink. John Goodman is is great in that. I also like A League of Their Own. I also like. I liked The Terminal. I liked. No, you didn't. Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can is wonderful. That was supposed to be James Gandolfini. And he came in, uh, for some reason, scheduling issues came about, and uh, and so Tom Hanks took over that role. Hmm. Just out of the blue. Hmm. Knocked it out of the park. Yeah. I liked... Um, Tom Hanks likes doing his like New England accent, which is not great. No. Because he does that in Captain Phillips and in... Um, it's a bit rough. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit weird. Um... But with Tom Hanks, here's the thing with Tom Hanks. My big fat Greek wedding, I didn't necessarily care for it. But here's the here's the issue. Hanks knew to back a winner because he he was there backed a oh. winner. Woo! Exactly because high flying. <laughs> jet, he was he's a jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing son of a gun. That's true. He is because. That movie made a trillion billion dollars. Yes, and it they made it for like two million. He executive produces, gets a ton of money off of that. Yeah, and knows that okay, here's this thing that he can see. He can he sees a movie, he sees an idea that can make money in the long run, but then also supports his own pet projects like um, he has a. Tumblr page where he takes pictures of lost gloves. Yes. Uh, but I'm talking about like from the earth to the moon. Like he yes. finances and executive produces all of these different kind of science documentaries. And he also, did he executive produce? No, that was just Spielberg. He did Band of Brothers. I think he, he did Band of Brothers. So yeah. all of these little pet projects as well, but also seem like a nice guy. Goodman is a good guy. Like I'm not going to say Goodman's not a good guy, but I'm just saying. Hanks has got a lot of different things happening, and that thing you do comes on television. Directs it. He directs it, and it is a solid, like, 90-minute, tightly constructed, fun movie with a great soundtrack. All right. I guess with that thing you do, you win. I can't argue that thing you do. <laughs> I mean, Steve Zahn turns in some brilliant work. Freddie Prince Jr.? Is he in that? Maybe. I only know him from Scooby-Doo. Liv Tyler. Yes, Liv Tyler. Also, I, d- I just remembered another great Hank Secrets. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks is in my real name. My real name is Hank Toms. <laughs> Secrets. So, Andrew, you win Tom that Hanks, round. Best likable actor. Mark, we're going to move on to our second category here on Best of the Best. We are talking about people like us. And so our category is the best factor in determining what you, you like. Is it you as in me specifically or you as in humanity? I think it's open to interpretation. Whatever, whatever, however you, whatever your, go with what your spirit says. Okay. Andrew. Best factor in determining what you like. 
I'm going to address this in kind of a roundabout way, so stick with me. Let me just go ahead. I got some laundry. If you have a sandwich you want to eat. Why don't you just go ahead and... uh, Yeah, I'm listening. So here's the thing. I'm just going to make a sandwich over here. I actually heard this story on Radiolab a while ago and then read about it again on Cracked. But um, did you know that the side that you part your hair on has an effect on whether people like you. No, I, I didn't know. I didn't know that actually. I didn't believe it either, uh-huh. but it's the truth, and I can tell you why. I'm, just making, I'm making a sandwich. Keep going. For years, my girlfriend had urged me to part my hair on the other side. Part your hair. And I was like, "What? It doesn't matter. I like the way my hair looks. I think it looks fine." Last year, started doing it on the other side. My life immediately got better. Financially relationship wise just turned everything around how did around. it get better i got more jobs i started interviewing better conversations with coworkers were just easier and better and i realized something the side that i part my hair on i like i had said i liked the way i looked but that wasn't the way people saw me because i was only ever looking at myself in a mirror see what i'm saying still making the sandwich yeah i can see that uh what uh um let me give you some examples of how this because it sounds it sounds stupid but let me give you some examples clark kent parts his hair on the right when he takes off his clothes and morphs into superman his hair is also parted on the left now it's a very subtle change but if you look at ryan gosling's movies as well whenever he's trying to be sexy or cool, like in, um, Notebook and, uh, Crazy Stupid Love, hair is parted on the other, on the, on the left side. When he wants to be a creeper, like in Lars and the Real Girl, parted on the other side. Uh, John F. Kennedy, parted hair on the left. Any presidents who are generally regarded as weak, hair part on the wrong side. Now the reason for this is, it's hypothesized, that we associate uh, logic, masculinity, and assorted other factors that are with the left hemisphere of the brain. So to see it swapped, also to see the hair parted on the other side, you really did make yourself a (laughs) PB&J. No, I'm listening, Mark. I got my sandwich now. Making talking about like haircuts or something. All for yourself. Or... Is it good? Where do you get your haircut at? Where do I get my haircut? No, it's not what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> talking about parting your hair. Mm. Now, the reason that people, the reason that it affects whether or not people like you or what they think about you, is because if it's parted on the left side. All Don Draper-like. Mm-hmm. People go, oh, that, that person's masculine. That person's a man. I enjoy that. I like that this person is meeting my expectations. So the point I'm actually saying is, the biggest factor in things that you like are if they meet your expectations. People will generally say, people, it's, you are 100% more likely to consider a person smart if they only agree with you. Because everybody thinks they're smart. 
Mm. But if somebody is smart and disagrees with you, you'll think that person's dumb. Mm -hmm. So biggest best factor is agreeability, meeting expectations. All right. And that all has to do with parting your hair? Yeah. Oh. Weren't you listening while you were making your sandwich? I was just making, like, uh, you know, I was making a sandwich. Mark. I'll I'll agree uh, that, uh, um, you know, parting your hair is cool. Um, I don't do it very often. No. But, but uh, since parting my hair, since changing the side that I part my hair on, my life has dramatically improved. And maybe it's just a coincidence, but I don't think it is. Tempted to think it is. Here's why, Mark. Um, because uh, your girlfriend asked you to part your hair on the opposite side. And so when you did, I guess because... I didn't do it because she asked me to. She had asked me to, like, when we first started dating. Mm. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. Then I heard this story on Radiolab and read about this thing on Cracked. So Radiolab has more sway than your girlfriend does. I mean, they they list their sources. <laughs> okay. And so then you decide to make this change. Yeah. But people are more likely to agree with people who part their hair on the right because of that? No, because you're parting your hair on what is considered to be the masculine side now, mm-hmm. you meet their expectations. Hmm. And so the biggest factor in whether or not you like something is if it meets your expectations. If you eat a sandwich that's the greatest PB&J you've ever had, but it doesn't taste like PB&J. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that you you base that sandwich off of every other PB&J you've ever had. Yeah. So you have an expectation in your mind of what it's going to taste like. And if it hits that expectation, you will like it. Mm-hmm. Even if the PBJ, PB&Js that you had as a kid were bad. I'm the same way. I really like the Del Taco breakfast burritos, even though I know they are the worst breakfast burritos uh, you can get. Mm -hmm. But I like them because ever since I was a kid, I would eat those and I'd be like, this is what a breakfast burrito is. It meets my expectations. I like to make my PB&Js taste like cheesesteaks. So... There is, if you look, there's a fine layer of cheese whiz whiz between the peanut butter and the jelly. Uh, And then the bread is actually my own blend of bread and then shredded meat. Mm. So it's like a meat bread. Mark, the best factor in determining what you like, in terms of what I like. You specifically. Catchy jingle. A catchy... (laughs) Jingle goes so far with this, me. This is what I like about this show. Is I'm arguing about parting your hair on one side and meeting expectations, and you're arguing. I like a catchy jingle. Imagine that, like, there's a really great, um, really great restaurant. Okay, uh, and they got a commercial, uh, and they got like. They got a really, it's, but it's like a shitty commercial. Like, it's like those farmersonly.com commercials. You don't have to be lonely. And farmersonly.com. Farmersonly.com. So that's a really shitty jingle. Yeah. And because it, it could be the best dating site in the world for, for farmers. farmers. For farmersonly.com. Yeah. 
it could be the best in the world, but because it's this really low rent jingle and shitty ad, you la- you're like, that looks dumb as hell. Yeah. I am not going to buy into that. But. Well, it's not for us. Well, we are not farmers. We are not farmers. City Only. folk just don't get they it. They just don't get it. But, but like, what advertising whiz is like, we're going to take stock footage of cows and horses, and they're, like, talking to each other about how horny there the farmer is mm-hmm. and um and then run it during madman run it during monday night raw yeah the, the best places to air farmers yeah. commercials um so uh the jingle goes a long way now if they had a catchy jingle like a real like let's say like you know you got like a good jazz trio kind of like a uh, some kind of blue, sure. You know, just real smooth licks in there as well. Um, and you know, they were singing about farmers needing dates, yeah. What have you? I don't know. I'm not a songwriter. Let me let me just see what what do you consider to be a great jingle? Every kiss begins with K. I just think like just um, banner mattress for the rest of your life. Yeah, or or just like because uh, um, that one's terrifying. Radio station jingles, like again, if NPR had great like radio station jingles, I'd listen. Uh, you know, like K one hundred, like if they had something like that for NPR, like eighty nine point three, KPCC. You know, something it, like it that. It rhymes already. Yeah. I would listen. Why don't they put that jingle out? I, I would listen more to the radio labs and the what have yous. Mm-hmm. But instead, they're just saying, "This is this is eighty nine point three KPCC, Southern California's NPR station." Next up, something boring about a country that you'll never visit. After that, Garrison Keillor talks about books and the Romance languages for seven hours. This is eighty nine point three KPCC, and then for the third day in a row, talks have broken down. <laughs> Please refer to our 100th episode for more. If you're if you're interested, if you're interested in what NBR sounds like to Andrew and I. So, uh, if, but if they had you know bells and whistles oh, and boy, oh, exactly. If they oh, had oh. thunderstruck, if they had thunderstruck playing by by ACDC as they were introducing hey, all of these. Hey, you're listening to 89.3 KPCC. Coming up next, the low life. She's gonna drop some knowledge on you. But Whoa, first, boing, I'm gonna drop some knowledge on her. Boy, she's gonna get pretty low if you ask me. <laughs> boing. That's what that's what it should be. But so, first, for the third day in a row, <laughs> communications have broke down with the Syria. So catchy jingles. That's, catchy the, jingles. that's the best way to really get into my heart. <laughs> Andrew, could you apply a catchy jingle to anything? Say, yes. say a human being. Like, would that make you like somebody more? Absolutely. If somebody had a let's say you went professional to professional wrestling is all I need to say. A a good entrance theme will immediately get you on board with a wrestler. Let's say you went to a party, and. There were like some really shitty people there mm-hmm. who like changed the TV channel mm. from like eighties rock to show ter- tunes or sure, whatever. Sure, sure. I don't know why I'm coming up with that. It mm-hmm. seems like a weird thing to come up with, but let's just say that happened for for argument's sake. Sure. And you were like, 
I'll make up a name for this person. We'll we'll call him mm. Carol. Mm-hmm. You, so let's say that you were like, Carol, what are you doing? And then she said, I I'm just I'm just being me, you know, just Carol being Carol. Carol being Carol in the morning. Mm. Would you be like, yeah, yeah, I guess you are being you. I would be less likely to be mad about it and irritated by her if she did come with her own pre-installed jingle. That she sang herself? Because I feel like if somebody's singing their own jingle. You need somebody else to do it. Like, you can't just... The DJs aren't singing their own jingles. So it only works if Kevin Eubanks rolls in. If she had a band that played, like, little incidental musics when she entered a door or left... And it was it was like you know Peter and the Wolf style where she's being represented by the flute. Yeah. And you know that that kind of thing. Yeah, I would be on board with that. But yeah. as, as I was saying, professional wrestling. You hear the music. You hear the essentially the jingle for the wrestler, and you're like, I know all I need to know about that guy. He's a good guy. He's a bad guy. And then if their entrance theme sucks, Mm -hmm. you're less likely to enjoy them. Andrew, you and I are essentially arguing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Expectations. You see a professional wrestler walk out on stage. You hear the first couple of notes of of his music, of his catchy jingle. And you go, this needs to meet my expectations for a catchy jingle. And his hair needs to be parted on the right side. Mm-hmm. By which I mean the correct side, mm. which is the left side. Mm. And if he doesn't do hit those points, you're not going to like him. So, Andrew, if you think you're correct, I think you have to give it to me. Now, what were you talking about haircuts? I'm sorry. I was finishing my sandwich. Mark, I'm going to give it up. Um, <laughs> raising expectations or lowering them or... Whatever science you were talking about over there seems Meeting really them interesting. Dead on. Um, if expectations are raised or lowered, or if you're if you come in under or above, people won't like it. You have to hit it dead on. Dead on. And that's what the hair part's all about. Okay. Who am I to deny? Eighty-nine point three KPCC. Yeah, Mark. We're gonna move on to our final. I don't know. I, I mean, a sandwich. We're doing some singing. This is a great episode. We're, we're doing. We're, we're doing, doing different we're doing things. Real, we're doing real. We're really living there out. Badala. Out on the net. Badala.com. Badala. I believe, and Badala.org are the two sites. Um, Mark, we're going to move on to our final category. This is a mystery topic. We are not at all prepared. Shockingly. Uh, even though we were so prepared for the first also, two, also this is a mystery topic. This is a we mystery topic. We are not prepared, topic. and we also that also we don't know what this is. We don't know. Uh, but Mark, uh, I was slipping through the radio stations the other day, and I came across um, KPFK, my favorite ranchero station here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what they're saying, Todos Mundos. But we, I enjoy the accordion. Mm-hmm. I enjoy. Um, whatever they're singing about i'm not quite sure but it sounds they're very passionate about it whoever is singing was it one of those like songs about drug cartels it probably you know, was those are popular yeah yeah I, I i think i think i heard the word cocaine in in the song cocaine yeah unless they were covering that uh unless they were covering cocaine but, yeah uh but 
in the break, mm-hmm. there was an ad right. with a really catchy jingle that I was really excited about. Can you recreate the jingle for us? It was like a it was like a rap beat. It was like do 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 do. Yeah, that's a rap beat. Nineteen seventy nine. I'm ripping and I'm rapping. My name is. Uh, well, it was like it was for like a steakhouse. Yeah. So like, come eat some steaks. Boom. 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 Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Say, were, th- were there more words I, I to the like, song? I felt like the beat carried a lot of the message. You know, you're just like, they just kept repeating, come eat a lot of steaks. Mm-hmm. You won't make a mistake, which I felt that, like it was that, a really lazy, lazy rhyme. But, yeah, steak and mistake don't actually rhyme. And I thought about this in the car as I was driving over here, but then the, there was a disclaimer at the end. So then you went to the restaurant and had a steak. Had a steak, grilled inside the steak when I cut it open. Mm-hmm. This is what it said. Best thing we like about ourselves that we know other people hate. Right. And I'm tempted to think that one with a bullet is the description, <laughs> the description of the mystery topic of today's episode. But uh, I guess we have to argue differently. Mark, uh, go ahead and call it in the air. Heads or tails? Tails. It is tails. So kick or receive, Mark? Kick. He's going to kick. <laughs> So we're talking about the best thing that we personally like about ourselves that we know other people hate. Yes. Mark decided to kick, which means I have to go first. Mark, the best thing that I like about, about, yourself. about ourselves. About both of us? Okay. That other people hate is... <laughs> is we have a podcast. Is the, I, I, think, I think it kind of all goes together. I believe it's it's the bag of tricks known as the bit. Yeah. That, that we, we love. Have, we, ha- we love... Being um, and doing uh, bits. Should we should we tell the story about Thanksgiving again? Because there's so many other op- uh, examples of it, like us at work. Basically, basically, what it boils down to, and and this is, I can just immediately tell that everyone is just either irritated or exacerbated by the thing. The thing is, it worked once. How did it work? I don't know if you remember this, but remember like Pete Sove's birthday party before he died. <laughs> Uh, Pete is our. He didn't actually die, but in our minds, he's dead because we haven't seen or heard from him in like six Since years. Since we went to Vegas, <laughs> uh, yes, kind of. We were we were at a bar. We were at like Laurel Tavern or something across the street from where we worked. Mm-hmm. And you and I started like riffing and doing a bit about how we rehearse everything that we do, like day weeks in advance or years in advance. Okay. That sounds like something we might do. And for some reason, with these people, it was working that night. Like, people thought it was funny, the concept of you and I coming up with material about, like, a, a tsunami that we're pretty sure is going to hit in 2016. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we were, we were coming up and, and sketching out. I don't remember this, but it sounds like... Some, this I'll, is just something we would do. Yeah. But I'll always remember it because we were really... Somebody was actually laughing at it. Like half of the table was laughing mm-hmm. and encouraging us. Mm. And we have never had that since. Yeah. Now it's stone-eyed stares. It is, it's just a bunch of sighs and just hands on foreheads. And you guys doing a you guys doing, they're a, doing bit. a thing. Doing just a bit. let them. They just they're, don't encourage them. They're from just, a movie. They, they, if you encourage them or don't, they're just going to keep I'm doing just gonna, it. Just they're don't just, acknowledge just them. Just don't even... 
just uh, just walk away when they start doing it just walk away yeah so basically that's what happens is um the two of us get in a, a social situation and then we start doing a thing uh which is either us doing kpp kpcc I mean, it, jingles us talking about the thing it's, the thing it's like a long it's like a long form herald the thing where yes yeah, so we, we, we come up with refer back, back to, to this yeah so like people will try to talk to us but we're like we're doing a bit get off my ass <laughs> and then we get we also do get irritated when people try to play along just stop it. just stop you it. don't you don't get to do it uh the thing at thanksgiving that we did i went to mark's um, my, uh, pa- uh, mothers, yeah, uh, for Thanksgiving, and um, because uh, I'm a I a alone jerk, uh, so uh, Mark's family is surrounded the table and they're all enjoying a great uh, uh, meal. Mark and I are going back and forth like we are a really like a, like, a, like an re- angry like couple, a really angry couple that will is trying to carry on an argument while also saving face with yeah. the family around yeah. the table <laughs> so it was a lot of like these potatoes are delicious they are just incredible i have never yeah. had i've never had any better potatoes than this yeah it would be great if somebody made potatoes like this every once in a while will you stop you stop i just stop. I, I just don't understand no, why i don't want to hear no, i don't want to hear about me. this no it's i don't want to hear about this no right now these are the, the, no, they are good. They are they really, are really tasty. We're going to talk about this. Later. Yeah, we are. We are going to talk, talk this in the car. It. Stop We're it. Talk about I it told you not to do yeah. this right now. The turkey looks fantastic. Like, I, how long do you glaze that for? Like an hour, two hours? It, it, it's got a great sheen on it. Yeah, yeah. Can you just stop blowing smoke up everybody's ass? All right. Cut it's me embarrassing. Down again. Cut me down it is embarrassing. Again. I cut, cut me down again. I will. I swear to God. Yeah. I swear all your stuff on the fucking front lawn. You make it. It's, you make it so easy. For no, me. we're fine. We're no, fine. We're, no, it's great. We're fine. having a great time. And basically, <laughs> it was like that for like an hour. And I was seeing suspicion. I was like, and and for, I I feel like it was just nothing but stone face stares. It made me laugh. That's all that matters. And I, but yet, but the, my favorite part is just continuing to soldier on with it despite with the, the fact bit. that you're getting no reaction. Like, like I said. It's it's like a herald, like a long form herald. No laughs, but you still are just like we're, we're committed we're booked for another twenty yeah. minutes. So we're gonna keep until doing that this. light starts flashing. So the bit is the our bit favorite thing about ourselves that I am confident. I I am very sure that I've heard conversations that people hate. <laughs> <laughs> but we like it. We like it. That's what we like about it. Yeah. Yeah. Do we, wait, do we like it. that other people hate it? Or I feel like we, we like... We like the bit itself, but what adds to it is in the face of other people not yeah. liking it. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, let me tell you a little story. Hmm. It's the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, What's her name? Ellen, yeah. Ellen DeGeneres takes a lot of money from Samsung and pretends to improvise this uh, selfie moment. Sure. But it was a bit. It was all paid for. Yeah. Everybody knew they were going to do it. Yeah. Twitter was probably in on it, too. So was the Illuminati. Matthew McConaughey wins his award. He goes up and gives a really weird speech yeah. about looking yeah. to the future. My hero is me in is 10 me years in 10 from now. Years. And then 10 years comes by, and my I friend comes back man. to me. And he says, well, are you here, hero now? He said, no, not even close. I'm my hero in 10 years from yeah. now. Yes. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. He walks off the stage. I say to my girlfriend, 
That was a really weird McConaughey. <laughs> she laughs. Yeah. Then she stops and says, "How long have you been sitting Get on that one?" Out. Yeah. No, yeah. it was okay because I said it during commercial. Oh. <laughs> she says, "How long have you been sitting on that one?" I say, "Since like the day after the Globes." <laughs> yes. I criticize and critique my own jokes Mm -hmm. and i think it's a good thing because like i i want to be funny yeah and the only way to do that is to self-criticize but it's bad for everybody else because whatever initial enjoyment you might have had over this one-liner or this joke is immediately diminished once i start breaking it down yes and it's the kind of thing that will also happen with like like SNL mm-hmm. or like Friends. Friends, it's more common because Friends will usually only have one or two actually good jokes. And so I'll be like, "Oh, that was a good joke. Here's why." She'll be like, oh, "Just I just want to laugh at the joke. I don't need to understand." Expectations being met. Well, and in in the case of me. She's like, you just, you kill it. You kill whatever fun memory I had of you delivering this line because I know you came up with it in the shower and then have just been sitting on it <laughs> and just praying that McConaughey wins the Oscar so that you could just throw it out there. Yeah. 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 So. So over-preparation is the thing that you Over-analyzing. Like? Over-analyzing. Over-analyzing jokes. Hmm in myself and in others yes is a thing that i like about myself but you know other people but i know that other people hate it Mm -hmm. because you have autism probably but i don't do it around everybody there's only there's a select circle of people my girlfriend yeah you yeah the dog the dog the Uh, dog really hates it the barista He's talking to the dog online the other day and well the dog has a blog the dog has a blog (laughs) We're all big fans of that dog with the blog. Yes. Yes. Uh, the baristas, um, cab drivers. I, I won't go anywhere. I'll say, take me around the block. But um, let me run this by you. This you. So, you ever notice how, like, rich people in this area be all like, ah. Mm hmm. Yes, like, yes, very good, sir. Like, that's the... You You think there's something there? That they're like, oh! Um, I, uh, no. Oh. Um, credit card or cash? Could you just put on the radio for a little bit? <laughs> 89.3 KPCC! Yeah, yeah. It sounds like I've I've been in those cabs That's before. With every you. day, it's really it's every day. They, of my life. they don't pick you up there anymore. You have no. to you you have to go and walk to like uh, UCLA. I usually have to have a disguise as well. Other places, so the cab drivers will pick you up. Mark, final arguments. Overanalyzing jokes, I don't necessarily think is a thing that people hate. Yes, because it ruins the enjoyment of the initial. It ruins joke. the enjoyment of the joke, but at the same time, um, I think the best. I mean, it's something that you want to do. Be funny. Be funny. So you kind of have to understand and figure out, like, what's the formula. It sucks because in I, any other any other line, any other, you know, artistic endeavor, um, 
you know, that, that kind of breakdown only helps to like bolster why that's good. You know, yeah. like you look at a painting, you look at a painting of like Sunday in the park and you're just like, okay, I, I it's a painting of people in the park. The Chicago song. Um, yes. <laughs> um, it's a people, it's uh that, you know, the painting I'm, I'm talking about, right? Yeah. The pointillist yeah. painting. You and, look closer and like, oh, it's a hundred points of light. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's so all. Any, that's all. Images are. It's all just it's artifice. All just, it's it's just it's just dots. That's all we're seeing. But when you pull back and you see this picture, lots and cones. And then they're they're all you know. You talk about like, well, here's you know this woman. There's probably a story here, and here's the story behind the painting. And so you appreciate it more, or um, you find the backstory about a song or something like that, or and or like, well, you know, listen to the time signature here. It changes here, and this is why. And when he was a little kid, this guy let his friend around. <laughs> Yes. I don't know why Phil Collins didn't do anything about it. He was there too. He was watching a man watching a friend drive. Watching a friend. Yeah. Where's the Where's the responsibility on this kid's part? Somebody was watching Phil Collins watching a man <laughs> watching a man. Yeah. Uh, but you do it with a joke, and it takes away all the fun of it. It's like the by breaking down. Well, the wordplay here is what makes it humorous. Yeah. It's that's you you kill humor by you humor is unexpected and just kind of involuntary. So you you by 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 discussing how to make an involuntary reaction of laughter happen, you're like, all right, professor, go back to Russia. <laughs> but um, well, in in Russia, joke in Russia, makes yes, you jokes makes you yes. Um, but but you do still have to do it because. Um, Everybody who crafts a joke, I mean, there's a formula to it. It doesn't just happen. It's um, word count and word order and delivery and expectation versus and yeah, the whole nine yards. And when stand-ups do it, I mean, they're honing that performance until they can get it to the absolute peak, and that just involves like. But it's all. But for a stand-up, it's meant. It only works if it doesn't seem like they're trying. Exactly, but so they are. the effort is showing that is get, doing all the work and then making it seem like it's spontaneous every night. Mm-hmm. And that's why most people they see stand-ups and you're like, oh, okay, I could probably do that. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and like, I couldn't. That's tough as hell. Come up with twenty, thirty, forty minutes of material. I can I can barely muster a joke at work. One, one, one joke, one per day, one laugh. Um. But uh, so I don't think it's a thing to hate. I think it's a thing to appreciate that you sit and overanalyze a joke. <laughs> well, you 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 tell the barista at Joe's Coffee that. <laughs> well, it's just you thinking about something that you're really invested in. However, us doing bits <laughs> in public, I can see very easily getting grating on people's nerves because it's something because literally. You and I, you just described a bit that you and I did uh, at a friend's birthday party. I have no... You don't remember I don't it. remember it at all. So obviously it wasn't like we were going to sit down and be like, oh, we should we should like write this down and like make a thing of it. Make a... No. Make a... We would make never some, think make that. Make some money on it. We would never think that. Instead, we, we just vomit out this uh, performance in, in the middle of nowhere yeah. in front of our friends and then... Just go on and do something else. Yeah, do it again next week. Do it again next week and have no memory of maybe saying, 
Well, there's a nugget here. There's a kernel of something we could build into something funnier and more Well, that's what we do. That's what we do now. That's where boyfriends came from. Well, obviously, our Mark is talking about a very exclusive pilot that we're working on called Boyfriends, mm-hmm. where a bunch of guys live together and refer to each other as boyfriends. <laughs> you've seen, you've just seen the pilot well, by listening to that title. Yeah. <laughs> one of them makes the other one call his mom to announce, to announce he's that he's moving. moving. He's moving in with his boyfriend because <laughs> he's looking to take back the word boyfriend. Yeah, he doesn't like that women can call each other girlfriends yes, and have it not be gay. He's kind of a dick that way. So that's what I'm saying is it's honorable to analyze jokes and to come up with stuff and to make yeah, but people it hate titan, it. Titan, I, that's titan, why titan, titan, I, titan. That's why I like it, but other people don't like it. Like, I should keep the comments to myself. I should... Like there's other there's other times where I'll make a joke. It's not an original one, but I'll make a joke and someone will laugh at it, and then I'll be like, "Oh, that joke's that joke's old. <laughs> that joke's I can't. That one's like that. I'll say that that joke's got whiskers on it. The other one I like to use is the jokes are forty two long. It always works. It mm. always fits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's more of a pl pl uh, conversation too. Uh, yeah, party line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still think it's honorable, though. I think there's nothing to not like there. It's annoying to people that you're overanalyzing and trying to come up with it, but you're trying to better yourself. Meanwhile, our shitty hacky bits, <laughs> like literally sitting at Thanksgiving doing a bit. And it's not this... like we couldn't help ourselves. It's not like. No, we can't stop ourselves. That's the worst. That's the thing that everybody. People don't realize it's a disease. I think you wouldn't be angry at Andrew and I if we had um, type two diabetes. Yeah, you know it's, this is it's an illness. We can't prevent. We can't stop had... ourselves from being like, what if President Obama came in? I've explained. I think it would go a little something like this. I think I was explaining to friend of the show TK the other day why we do Obama asking burger? for a burger and brew, burger? and it's such an like unnecessarily long and aggravating story to get to. Then President Obama would come in, and he would say, "Oh, I." Uh, all you need to all you need to say is that we were accused of being racist. Accused of being racist for not buying a black guy a hamburger that was like sixteen dollars. And he also wanted a beer. He wanted a beer it, on top of total it. cost would have been twenty five dollars. He left. And he then, left, and then we were like, the thought that we would refuse any, to pay like, that much just, just because he's, he's black. black. It's yeah. not that. It's because we're cheap. Yes, and so and then, President Obama giving a speech that he went into a restaurant and was asking <laughs> us if he could have get a burger and a brew, and we wouldn't do it we wouldn't because do he's it. black. He's yes, he was thinking that he, you know, we we're. I thought we were in a post-racial America, yeah. but uh, those clear that uh, we thoughts die hard. We still have a long way to go. Uh, if my vice president would have walked in, uh, they would gladly would have given uh, Joe Biden a uh, burger, French fries. Onion rings, Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity, uh, and a brew, all on top of it, and uh, paid the tip. Obviously, Michelle would prefer if I didn't have any burgers. (laughs) (laughs) And so, again, like, aggravating bit that we do. And I think think part of the reason is, like, uh, like, a girlfriend's withering stare would shut it down. But I think in the absence of that, it just just blooms this... uh, this, these bits no, we've, just d- we've, to we've do. done it in front of oh, the, yeah. Katie and she has told me like 
please stop. Please don't do that. Like, because her complaint is she's like, I can't get. It's like you guys are playing a game, and I can't get into it. And she's like, there's, you know, there's more than just the two of you. You two start talking your twin language, and I'm like, well, I guess I'll be listening to the radio for the rest of this drive. Oh yeah, because I think because we all drove together to go see Batman live. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. So you can see how it'd be aggravating, Mark. But we love it nonetheless. I say you overanalyzing jokes is honorable. All right. Us doing bits is lovely in my mind. But yeah, but us doing to bits. To the outside observer, probably annoying as fuck. We've already talked about this too much. But us doing bits has given us this show. It has given us this show. But do you think the listener also hates when we do bits? Like... People, are, there's, it's different because people are tuning in for this show. Yes, the fact that you and in just fact, get a man on the, the episodes where we do our bits, take for instance NPR episode, yeah, the Halloween episode. Halloween spooktacular, which is just a giant bit. Like those are episodes people like. Hmm. The spooktacular. Are you arguing against best of the best? I can't. I can't That's do right. it. It's my baby, and I hate babies, but I. But I love this baby. I love this baby. This is my baby. Are you I, the baby? Uh, all right, I'll give it up. All right, the bits. Me apparently. So listeners out there who might hate the bits, get on board. All right, get on fucking board. They're not stopping. Because it's it's it is literally a personal problem that we cannot prevent. I'm sorry. It's yeah. just like it's like Tourette's or um, the best thing you disease. can do. Is, the best you thing you can do is prevent, walk away. Just just nod and smile and just kind of go about your business. We'll stop at some point. We'll get tired. We'll we'll tuck around. We'll tuck ourselves take a nap. out. We have to separate at some point. Um. All right. All right. Woo! Another win for Mark. Taking our score to 55, 3, 49. That sounds right. Sure. <laughs> Old habits die hard, Mark. Mark, that's going to do it for this episode of Best of the Best. If you'd like to listen to past episodes, you can always do that by going to the flickering box at wordpress.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or you can listen to us via Stitcher. 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 Which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All that information and more at the flickering box at wordpress.com. Or you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash B O T B podcast. And. If you'd like to email us, you can do that by emailing us at botbpodcast at gmail.com. What a strange coincidence. And also, um, take a look at uh, Jill Ackerman's Kickstarter stuff. Uh, Badala Doc.com. That is B A D A L A D O C.com or Badala.org are the places to hit up. Check out her Kickstarter. Check out uh, the pitch video and the whole nine yards. Kick a couple bucks her way. She's very talented, very excited to start this project, and uh, I think it's I think it's well worth it. We'll talk a little bit more about it in future weeks. But anything else, Mark? That's what she said. Murder someone right now. See you later, everybody.
No. You want another? I got. I got. I made a sandwich. Yeah, I'm still kind of hungry, actually. I hope you put a little jingle in over my uh, my talking about hair parting. <laughs> Uh, you want music? Yeah. You want mu- like what kind of music? Oh, you want like Peter and the Wolf kind of music? Yeah. 